the Convention Collective Sandbox at WonderCon Anaheim 2019. Hi, this is Dan. I'm here at WonderCon 2019 with comic book artist Tess Fowler talking about some of the projects she's currently working on, including her new title, A Darkened Wish. So, congrats on the launch of A Darkened Wish. It's really a, quote, cracking read, as our editor <laughs> said. Um, the character of Xander, who looks very familiar, how much of Chris is in the character, and conversely, how much of it do you feel is in Helena? Uh, that, that is an interesting question. Um, Xander is, yes, very much modeled after my husband, Chris. Um, that's, that's Leonard cracking a joke. Because okay. he knows I put my husband in everything. My husband's like a huge inspiration. Uh, hence the wiki mark. Yes, yes. Um, I happen to think my husband is very handsome, and he is a huge inspiration for the look of Xander. Uh, but Xander is also partially Jason Momoa. Okay. Uh, and he's, um, as a younger character, when he's more level two, uh, when he's still on the island, um, that's that's definitely meant to be a long-haired younger Jason Momoa. <laughs> so. Oh, and the other part Helena. of the question was Helene. Um, I'm sorry, Helene. How much of me is in Helene? Quite a lot, and you will see that later in the series. Okay. Now, can you talk about the inception inception of the book? Who came up with what, and what the working what's your working relationship with B. Dave Walters and Jay Photos on the book? Um, Jay Photos is our amazing colorist, and I barely get to talk to him. Uh, he gets the inks, and he does wonderful things with it, and I really don't have too much contact. Uh, I trust him with my life. Um, but me and B. Dave Walters uh, talk constantly. Three, four o'clock in the morning phone calls. We're both vampires. Um, so, but this is this is his concept. Uh, when I first approached him to work on a D&D book, he was like, first of all, yes. Right there, yes. And he already had a concept in mind. So I helped develop the visuals of the character, but the characters, but he had certain things like he really wanted to need to have red hair. Okay. Uh, and there were very specific reasons behind that. Um, Xander has different colored eyes. So there, there, were, there were quite a few things that Dave was um, fairly adamant about. Okay. But he also, at the same time, was like, hey, what do you want to draw? Uh, what do you like? And I would say, oh, I like markets. I like, you know, big scenes. So he always tells people if there's any panels that have no words, he did those for me. Okay. Just to let my art breathe. So it's it's a really cool collaborative process with him because he's a friend, okay. but he's also super giving. And we just we have so much fun together. Awesome. Yeah. Which is always good in a collaborator. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, was there ever a conversation about you coloring the book yourself and taking this opportunity to random rave out Jay Fotis' work on the title? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, no, because the only coloring I do is bar coloring. Okay. So, and that takes so long, and everyone knows how long it takes. It takes me long enough to ink a book. Uh, actually, coloring it, I'll save that for when I do my own stuff. Okay. Uh, but Jay Photos is one of those colorists who's like legendary. Uh, if you've ever read the series Lock and Key, that's his work. Oh, awesome. And it's, uh, it just glows. Yeah. So, getting to work with him was so amazing. And he is so much of a reason to buy a book. Like, just look for his name and it's going to be amazing. Now, the book is framed very cleverly with a sequence at the start that finds our heroes after much history. Do we know if it, if the book will cover that time frame in the first start? Or do you and uh, Dave have more arcs in mind before we reach that point? Um, Dave knows exactly where he's going. 
by issue five. He also, yes, does have a plan. If we get to do more arcs, he totally knows where he wants to go, like okay. the, the big bullet points. Um, it's just kind of stressful because he's like, yeah, they're going to end up at, you know, point D, but then he he has all of this stuff between here and point D, which okay. is super stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so he's already got like a roadmap lined out of where he wants to see yes. the series go. Yes, but then there's certain, like, I know most of it, but then the, the where he goes in the middle before we get there is like really emotional, so. <laughs> <laughs> and then not to tempt fate or give too much away, but how much story does Dave have planned out and have you been told it? That, that's what I was okay. just saying. Yeah, he's sorry. got a couple of things planned out, so yeah. Got it. And then um, the book, it's a great ensemble piece, which definitely plays in your strengths. Can you talk about the challenges of telling a story with a larger cast, even down to framing and your choice of camera shots in your artwork? Um, the interesting thing about this ensemble cast, because I love books that have ensembles. That's my favorite kind of thing. That's what I've always wanted to do for, you know, 20, 25 years at a stretch. Like the markets you talked about earlier. Yes. I, I love having multiple characters. Um, and showing how they interact with each other. And this particular group of characters, they're best friends. So I get to draw them in, you know, cuddle piles when they're kids. And they're, they're very physically related. But uh, it's not hard to get anyone in. Uh, the interesting thing is framing, like, who uses what spell at what time and what that says about their character. Okay. I love that. Now, your followers on social media have watched you experiment and play with other art styles, like watercolor, like you described a few minutes ago. Um, how do you feel your art has evolved in recent years, and how much of that do you feel works into what you've done for, with the book? Um, learning to watercolor, I, I've experimented a lot with it. So learning uh, the relationship of color to my ink work has changed how I ink comic book work. So I'm, I'm experimenting with, uh, you know, is this too much ink, is this too little ink, would this overpower colors, would it not? So I'm trying to think with more uh, of a, uh, a colorist mindset. Okay. Yeah. Um, and um, A Dark and Wish, it comes off the back of a much-welcome renaissance of Dungeons & Dragons. How much of a player were you before the current revival, and what character or characters did you play? Uh, I played D&D in junior high, in high school, and in my early 20s, but okay. I have not played since then. I had, like, one solo game on uh, Geek and Sundry's Twitch with Jason Charles Miller DMing. Uh, it was super cool, but that is the last time I've played. I've been trying to get a game together for a while, but, you know, people are so busy. And what carrier, when you did play way back when, did you? I played the cliché. Uh, <laughs> everybody in those days played a half-elf ranger. Okay. Uh, I had a wolf, her name, and the, uh, my character's name was Thomasina. Yeah. And what was the wolf's name? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably something super uh, emo. Yeah. <laughs> So if you're listening to this and you want to play D&D with Tess, reach out to her on social media. Exactly. Yes. Now, other than Dark and Wish, what other projects are you working on? Because I know you have a, quite a few different work, books you've worked on. Um, I'm doing a lot of covers. Okay. So keep an eye on IDW Slate because there are more covers, special covers coming for me. And I'm writing my own stuff now. So I've got projects that I'm doing in the works that uh, I'm... I'm going to be hopefully on for many years to come. Can you talk about any of those projects? Uh, it, no, they're just fantasy, okay. post-apocalypse, good stuff like that. <laughs> now, other than the, your current um, writing partners, what writer, if you uh, from any writer, would you love to work with? 
Ooh. Who's your dream team? Oh, that's it. Well, dream team, I have quite a few. Um, I would very much like to finally work with Magda Saggio. Uh, she's been a longtime friend. Okay. We've been looking for the right projects to work on together. Um, yeah, I think other than me, myself, and I, I think that's that's it. You, yourself, and I, and Mags. And Mags, yes. <laughs> Um, now, what books are currently on your pull list, if you have time to actually read something? Oh my goodness, uh, the new Conan. Okay. That was the one that I was madly in love with. I have quite a few Marvel titles now, which okay. I haven't had in many years. Um, oh man, I was uh, reading uh, Isola, okay. which is a beautiful book. Um, there's so many, oh my goodness. Uh, Coda, what else? Uh, the newer Umbrella Academies, okay. I got those in there. Um, 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 I know, I'm sure once I work done with this interview, I'm going to remember like 10 more times. I'm a very large pole. <laughs> cool. And uh, where can people find you on social media if they don't already follow you? Uh, I am usually on Twitter, at Tess Fowler. Okay. Uh, and that's that's the best spot to find me. But I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Tumblr. Like, if you have it, I probably do too. Got it. And any last words for our listeners? Leonard, I love you, and to everybody, to the listeners, um, I love you too. Thank you for your time once again, Jess. Thank you.